Hello, welcome back to another episode. Um, last episode was Cyrus, Cyrus's episode, and uh, sorry it was a little short. We wanted to, we didn't want to make it too long because you know you can only keep Cyrus's attention for so long. So it's hard to do a whole thirty minutes when, uh, when you're talking to Cyrus because you know thirty minutes, like fifteen of those minutes is like nothing but silence or you know you're hearing tapping so we might as well do some asmr <laughs> but um anyways this episode i i think i'm gonna make a shout out to some family that i don't talk to and um um yeah i guess I've been feeling kind of, kind of sad lately, like, I guess this is my first depressed episode, I just, so, I wanted to be, I've been thinking about my family a lot, about how, you know, honestly, I'm afraid that I'm going to miss out on the opportunity to spend any real time with my grandparents before they're gone. And that hurts because the only real time I've ever gotten to spend with them was when my overprotective parents were around and you know without um, without going into too much detail um, let's just say you couldn't be very couldn't be very um, honest can't have a conversation with my grandparents when you know you've got you know, eyes and ears just watching you and listening to everything you say and judging everything you talk about and so plus it's like, you know I feel like I never really had the opportunity to find out who I who I truly am. Like I I don't even know my own personality before all of the craziness in my life started because the craziness in my life started when I was so young that you know I've only ever known craziness so now that I'm an adult I'm trying to I'm trying to learn who I am I'm trying to learn my personality you know and I would like my grandparents to know who I am I'd like them to meet the real me and not just know the version of me that they've heard through stories from my parents. And I want them to meet my son. I want them to meet my husband. And I'm it's, I'm scared that I'm not going to get that opportunity. 
even though if you look at them they haven't aged <laughs> they don't look like they've aged an, a day since I was born because you look at the picture of them when I was a baby and then you look at a picture of them now and it's like they look exactly the same it's like are you sure you're not you know related to vampires and honestly maybe I am because <laughs> they don't age I mean my grandfather's father is still around and he still looks like you know he could <laughs> run marathons and it's like dude really <laughs> so it's like there's something in the water that you're not telling me about <laughs> but no but anyways like i feel like i feel like there's there's a wall up between me and that side of my family and that wall was put up by my parents well by my dad mostly and I it's hard to communicate with them because the only thing they know about me is what my dad has said and they have never gotten a chance to really sit down with me and you know hear the full story because you know it's not like I have endless amounts of money to be able to go on vacation to go see them you know because I've got bills of my own I've got responsibilities of my own I got stuff I gotta take care of and and before I don't think I was in the right frame of mind to be able to do that in the first place because I feel like when you when you have to go through your your past childhood trauma and conquer all of those you know things that you know in order to fix your life or whatever I you have to do that one at a time you can't just you know you can't just sit down with all of your childhood trauma and expect it all to fix in one sitting so last summer I went we went to PA which is where I'm from and um Long story short, I confronted my dad. I basically told him that I forgive him. And that was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. I didn't think I could do it. I thought I was going to chicken out. I thought I was going to... Part of me thought I was going to do something I was going to regret, like hurt him, <laughs> but I didn't. I very respectfully told him how I felt, and I even wrote him a letter that, because sometimes it's easier for me to get things out through writing than it is to say it face to face, because like I said before, my brain is smart, but my mouth is stupid. So, 
I wrote him a letter. And I spoke to him. But, um, but long story short, I told him I forgave him because... But I don't forget. I will never forget what happened. But I will forgive because holding on to that anger does nothing but hurt me. Because I'm sure he's not worried about it anymore. At least, I mean, <laughs> I know he's not worried about it anymore. I mean, that's what narcissists do. They move on, right? To them, it's not an issue. So, anyways, um, that's something I would like to do. I would like to go see my my family so that I can, you know, I, I want my family back. I want, I don't want to leave this earth knowing that at least feeling like my family thinks that there was something wrong with me. And I know that I shouldn't think that way because, and I know that I, I post, I have a blog separate from this that says that I post things all the time like, oh, don't worry about what other people think of you and you're never a mistake. And, you know, I, I know that I say those things and I know that I may sound like a hypocrite sometimes because I go back and forth on you know do this don't do this do this don't do this da, 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 da. and see i tell myself all the time don't do this and then i turn around and do it all the time that's how mental illness is sometimes you tell yourself every day oh be appreciative for what you have and then at the same time you're sad because you know, you don't have this. Like, for example, I've only got a few weeks left until I'm going to start crying because the anniversary of my latest miscarriage is coming up. So I'm going to keep, I'm going to be telling myself every day, be appreciative for the fact that I have one living child here that I can love and snuggle every day until my last dying breath. But that's not going to stop me from every day wishing and hoping that I can bring another child into this world. Because I feel like that was something that I was put here to do, was to be a mom. That doesn't mean I'm going to not love my child. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to, you know, that was weird. I don't know why I said that like someone's going to answer me. Like... My bad. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm I'm not going to not love my child. It's just that I, I can't make those feelings go away. Like, I'm not going to stop wanting more kids because I don't have any more. I don't know if that makes any sense. My head is just, like, in a thousand places. Like, I, I just feel so lonely lately. Like... I miss my family. I miss not having friends. I miss not having the kids that I should have had. That I don't have. I mean, yes, I'm very grateful that I have Cyrus. And I wouldn't give him up for anything in the world. He is my, he is my reason for breathing every day. He's my reason for everything. But... 
Oh man, sometimes my little corner of the world feels so lonely. So lonely. And it's days like it's days like today that having bipolar and depression on top of it that it's just hard to deal. So hard to deal. So, today, I have my normal daily stuff to do, which is, you know, checking my emails, my daily budgeting, writing my daily post on my blog. I check Animal Crossing daily. It's like, (laughs) I have to do it. Which I already did today. Um, sorry if you hear all the sniffling. I cry a lot when I'm upset. My bad. Um, I'm looking at my to-do list right now. That's why I'm, like, pausing. Uh, I have a puzzle. So I like to go to Dollar Tree. Because everything's a dollar. Shout out to Dollar Tree. Anyways, I go. I like to go to Dollar Tree and get the dollar puzzles. They're like 500 piece puzzles. And, um, like, this was like a few months ago. I got one that was like fireworks, like exploding in the sky. And I did the puzzle, but I didn't have any glue. And this was like... This this was definitely a few months ago because this was right when, you know, like, they were doing big, you know, mandatory quarantines everywhere. So, like, everybody was staying home all over the place. So, you know, there was nothing. That was when they had the toilet paper shortage. That's right, because I went to the store and there was, like, no, there was no puzzles, there was no glue, there was no nothing. Like, everybody was staying home doing puzzles, <laughs> apparently. So, eventually, I found a big thing of glue. Well, by the time I found the glue, my one of my cats had knocked the puzzle off of the table. And it fell into, I'm not going to say a million pieces, because it's only 500 pieces. So, 500 pieces all over the floor. And so, I put it in a bag, in a little paper bag. And I just said, you know, fuck it. I'll just do it later. But I had already thrown the box away. So I didn't have the picture to go by. And now, this there's just like streaks of color everywhere. So I was like, this is going to be incredibly difficult to put together. So like the other day, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. So I started putting it together. And I found the picture online. And I was like... I'll just, you know, pull it up on the computer and do it. But then I thought, let me see if I could try to do it without looking at the picture. And so far, I've kind of got the hang of doing it. It's actually, this is going to sound weird, but this, it's actually easier to do without the looking at the picture than it is to do with the picture. So I'm gonna, I think I'm going to keep doing it without the picture. But I think that's what I'm going to do today. 
I'm going to try to get my daily stuff done as quick as possible so that I can just focus on the puzzle and just kind of relax today because I'm just really not in the mood to to do a whole lot. I'm I think I'm just going to today's going to be a self-care day and just so I just I really don't feel good like I feel kind of eh, just really blah. And then today's Tuesday, so tomorrow Jared's off, which is good because we always like it when Tuesdays are always fun because Cyrus likes to have boys night with Jared. So that means that when we go pick him up, uh, they usually, Cyrus tries so hard to stay up to like, they'll either play something or they'll watch um, some anime together. But usually Cyrus falls asleep by the time they get back home. We get back home because Jared gets out really late. Like he gets out at eleven, so by the time we get home, it's like you know between eleven thirty. Sometimes it's close to midnight, depending on what time he actually gets out of the store. And um, but uh but yeah, Cyrus tries so hard to stay awake. It's so funny. And then t- we he has off Wednesday and Thursday. And then back at it. And then next Tuesday, we're so excited. Next Tuesday is our first day of second grade and I am so so ready to get started. So ready. Sorry for the big yawn. Apparently, I'm tired. <laughs> um, honestly, I don't feel sleepy tired. I'm more, like, emotionally exhausted. I think it's just, like, stress and depression and just, like, a combination of all that. Just, yeah. Just mixed together. Because a lot of people, you know, a lot of people assume that when you're depressed, it's just like, oh, you're just sad. Oh, go watch a happy show and you'll be fine. It's like, that's not always so easy to do. And sometimes when you've lived with depression for so long, it's almost like there's different levels of depression. Like, some people, it's almost like an everyday thing for them that most of the time they don't even realize that they're depressed because they've lived with it for so long that they don't even see it unless they're full-blown crying or, you know, curled up in their bed on the verge of, you know, calling the hotline. Because it's such a normal, everyday thing for them. And 
I just I can recognize it in myself that today I feel depressed and that's because I go out of my way to every day check in like okay how are you feeling today I I realize that when I when I write it down and when I keep track of it I only keep track of it on the good days I don't like to keep track of it on the bad days and then I end up messing up my whole like you know tracker thing because and then that does you know it's it's almost like my brain is hardwired to like only track the good days and that doesn't help because you know you can't get a accurate reading if you're only tracking the good days so it's best to just you know find something that works for you and I found that instead of writing it down if I at least ask myself out loud how you feeling that helps I don't have to write every single thing down which is another one of my issues that's something that I mean if you came into my house and you looked at my desk you would see I have notebooks and notebooks and notebooks and sometimes I have just random pieces of paper everywhere like there are things like just I I mean right in front of me I have about a thousand tiny little pieces of paper just random little things written all over it that half of them don't make any sense at the time that I wrote them down they made sense but now I didn't write a note as to what they meant and so like now oh okay I wrote how here I wrote that it is 2,712 miles to Chichen Itza, Yucatan, Mexico. Why? Mm, oh yeah, I remember that one. That one was because Cyrus and I eventually want to go see the temple ruins in Mexico. But th that's what I mean. Like, there's just random pieces of paper with random things written all over him. And... I write all the time. I don't know if that's like. Is that. I don't know if that's like a mental thing. I read somewhere. One time. Long time ago. That. That's like a. Um, that's like a mental disorder. Like. You just have this urge. That you just have to write. 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 And. Um. I don't know. It's like a form of schizophrenia almost. And honestly, I would not doubt that I have schizophrenia. I mean, I already hear things. Because, you know, your girl's already crazy. That's, everybody already knows that. But, we're getting off topic. Anyways, um... So, yeah. So, this episode is, like, probably the boringest episode that I've had so far. And for my very small following, if I have any followers, 
and for the few followers that I have. Thank you so much for listening. But... I'm sorry that there's not a consistent topic. I'm sorry that there's not, um, like, I guess that, yeah, that's what I was going to say. There's not consistency to my episodes. But I said it from the beginning that I didn't really know which direction I was going to go in and I still don't know what I'm going to go in because that's just how my brain works. One day I want to talk about puppies, the next day I want to talk about bats, the next day I want to talk about flowers, and the next day I want to talk about Halloween. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe next time I'll sing to you. Probably not, but next, maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. I guess you just want to figure out. I guess I'll just have to figure out what kind of mood I'm in. All I know is that right at this very moment, I just. I guess an episode is better than no episode. So. If. And plus, every podcaster, if that's a word has at least one episode that people are like, and eh, that's a terrible episode, don't listen to that one. But the more episodes they have, the better, right? So I guess this is going to be my, my, uh, you kind of, you kind of pushed it with that one, but we'll, we'll just let it slide. So... Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. See you all next time.